All right, so I don't, I don't, I didn't look up. Is this as precious as your amnesty or just as your Does anyone know? Both? All right, don't make a difference anyway. They're both about Saras. So I figure we'll, uh, we'll learn <coughs> a little bit about um, the myths of Saras. You know what to say like that. The Indian of Saras. And we'll see again, uh, you know, uh, as usually what we try to do, we'll investigate the, this particular sugya of the Mitzvah of Saras and Halacha. And then uh, we'll see where that takes us in Pneumius. And uh, like I always say, once you get into the, the, the Pneumius, the Nisham of any particular Mitzvah, then you see it's much more uh, applicable and much more commonplace than just the limited, you know, the limited uh, situation that Nigla Satira um, allows it to be. So let's begin like this. You, you, you don't have in the, the following thing you, thing you don't have in front of you, but just in the parsha again, parsha says Ria, so the Torah tells us about the Inn of Tsaras. So again, the Pasik says, Okay, Adam again, you don't have this, but Adam that if a person fa- finds in their skin uh, something that's defined as a se'es, a pachas or behera, something that's tzeras, like a whitening of some sort. So it says, that's, it looks like tzeras. So so the person goes to the kayin, he goes to Aaron or later generations, any of the kahanim. For all kinds of nega, so the Pasuk says, the kayin sees the nega, and based on certain signs and so on, so he's able to indicate, he knows that this is Tsaras, it's like textbook Tsaras. The Kayin sees it, and he makes it Tame. The Pasuk goes on, and if it doesn't have those signs, then the Kayin says it's Tahar. So it's well known that Chazal make the following observation from this Pasuk. Again, the Pasuk says the Kayin looks at the, the Nega, it's textbook Tsaras, it's, uh, it's very, very clear that it's Tsaras. The Kayin sees it, and makes it Tame. So Chazal, Chazal say that we see from here something chiddish by tzaras as opposed to any other tumas that we have. Every other thing that theoretically can contaminate something, a sheretz, a mace, a nevela, whatever the type of tum it is, uh, it, it is tummy or it's not tummy, whether people know about it, whether it's a psak, not a psak, it is what it is. It's like anything else in halacha. If the chicken is kosher or not, it's abstractly kosher or not. Whether we know about it, whether we can figure it out, it is what it is. A rav or, or, or a dayan, what they're trying to do is to figure out what the status is already. But whatever the status is, it is already. Not so with tzaras. By only when the kain says tomei, and he proclaims the tzaras as tzaras, only then is it tzaras, and only then is it tomei. Before that point, the person is not a mitzayra. He's not. Uh, he doesn't contaminate as a mitzayra. He doesn't have the halachas of a mitzayra. It's only once the kain makes, uh, proclaims the person as Tameh and as a Mitzar. Okay, that's the unique halacha when it comes to Tzaras. We're only going to get back to that later on. That was just like a, just keep that in mind. Okay. <coughs> so the Marmokam, we'll see it in front of you. So in the Marmokam number one, this is the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvahs. Mitzvahs has said Tzadivav. Now, in Mitzvahs, Mitzvahs has Tzadivav, basically through, what is it like, you know, uh, Mitzvah 96 through like 103, 104, something like that, the Rambam lists all the different Mitzvahs in Torah that are, that are things that are Tameh, things that are Tahar. So, for example, the Rambam lists, as we'll see in a second, uh, Tzaras, that's one of the Mitzvahs. Uh, Sheretz is one of the Mitzvahs. Nevela is one of the Mitzvahs. Things that cause Tumah. So, as sort of an introduction to this category of Mitzvahs, the Rambam in Mitzvah Seit Sadivov gives us the following introduction of what do I mean, says the Rambam, when I count these things as a mitzvah. Like, what does it mean when I say that, that Tomas Sheretz is a mitzvah? Or Tomas Tsaras is a mitzvah? Tomas Mace is a mitzvah? Like, what does that mean, a mitzvah? So says the Rambam like this. We'll just go through it inside. So says the Rambam, I'm going to mention now an introduction that you should remember. And the following, you know, uh, handful of mitzvahs that I'm about to list, Where which are all different that? mitzvahs. Huh? The last parak, you don't have to remember. The last parak, you don't have to remember, right? <laughs> Going forward, you should remember the following Nakuda. So he says, when I'm about to list these, these uh, different types of tumas, keep in mind the following, the following idea. When I count any of the following uh, uh, mitzvahs as a mitzvah say, 
So there's a Mrs. Hasei, again, that, that a mace is Tame and so on. Ain in Yana, I do not mean I don't mean that you have that there's a mitzvah to go become contaminated by a mace, or there's a mitzvah to go become mitzvah. That's not what I mean. And I also don't mean the opposite. I don't mean that there is a prohibition to make sure not to become Tommy from a Tommy mace. So I don't mean to go to become Tommy, and I don't mean not to become Tommy. The TMS is like to say as if there's like a negative that I'm there to become Tommy. It's neither. It's neither that. So what do I mean? So he says like this. I mean as follows. The Torah says, The Torah is telling us a hello. That if a person, for example, touches this type of object, then itma, then you become tameh. Or this particular object causes tuma in this other particular way. For someone that touches this. All these different mitzvahs, they're not mitzvahs in terms of having to do something or having to stay away from something. But the halach is the category, the concept is a mitzvah. He mitzvahs say, knows the, the, the fact that there's such an idea that's called tumas meis, that is one of the mitzvahs. And the fact that there's such a thing that's called the Tumas Sharetz, that's one of the mitzvahs. Tumas Saras, that's one of the mitzvahs. Kolaymer, what do I mean? Shezeha din shmitztavinu by this category of halacha, that's called Tumas Meis, or whatever the Tum might be. He mitzvahs say that's counted, that's what I'm counting as one of the mitzvahs. Vuamareinu, this is what I meant. Shemishanoga bakach, altoyer kach, that if a person touches this object under these conditions, nitma, you become Tomei, that reality, that concept, that uh, idea, that's, that's a mitzvah. I'm counting that as 613, that idea. And if you touch it like, you know, in this other way, you won't become tummy. The sugya of Tumas Mace, that's a mitzvah. That's a mitzvah. The tummy ba'atzmai, whether you become tummy or not, whether you should go out of your way to become tummy, that's up to you. You want to you wanna become tummy? You don't want to become tummy? It's also fine. That's not the point. The point is this idea, the sugya of, of Tumas Mace is a mitzvah, the sugya of Tumas Saras and so on. Imratza Yitam, even Ratzla Yitam, you want to? Good. If not, not. It's also fine. The mitzvah is the, the, the halacha that, 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 we're, that, that the Torah tells us and that I'm going to explain. That if you touch this thing, you become tummy. You could, again, you could choose to do so, you're not going to choose to do so, but the reality is you become Tomei under these conditions, that's the mitzvah. And, and now that you are Tomei, well, now you have to follow the rules and regulations of someone that is Tomei, which means that he can't go into the base of Mikdash, he can't eat Kadshim, you can't even touch it, or any other halachas that come you know, as a result of being Tomei, so that's the result of being Tomei. So again, you could become Tomei and put yourself in that category, or you could not become Tomei and avoid that. But the mitzvah is just the, the, the sugya, the, the, the halachis of, 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 of that Tomei. The halachis of that Tomei, that is the mitzvah that we're counting. And that's the mitzvah. The, 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 the Tomei that comes with this particular category, when you touch it, this object, or like when you're, you know, when you're in the same room as this object, whatever the case may be, the 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 halachas of this tumma, the, the the concept of the tumma, that's the that's the mitzvah. And remember this hakdama uh, when you go through these mitzvahs, the following mitzvahs of tumma. Just bear in mind, it doesn't mean that you should become tummy, you shouldn't become tummy. The 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 sugi, the halacha, the concept. That's the that's the mitzvah. Okay. Now this is an interesting thing. Again, usually when we're talking about mitzvahs, you're doing something, not doing something. Uh, an idea, an idea. There's ramifications of toma, which are other mitzvahs. So there's other there's other there's a, there's a prohibition of not of a tummy person not going to the base of That's his own mitzvah. But this idea of toma becoming a mitzvah because it's just a, the concept. That's the Rambam. <coughs> There's other, those other other mitzvahs. Those are other mitzvahs. Yeah, he's not saying he's not like, what to do with it. There's other halachas, but just the concept, the idea, recognizing that there's such a thing as tumas meis. That's the mitzvah. Well, again, we're gonna we're gonna open up. It's slow. Marmok number two. That's the Rambam. Okay, the Ramban right over there on on mitzvah Vav, comments on the Rambam, and he disagrees. He says like this: Vani, as far as I'm concerned, says the Ramban in kol with all the lengthy wording of the Rambam, which is, again, unusual for him, 
this introduction that he gave for the following mitzvahs. With all the arichas of the Rambam, I disagree with all of it. And in my personal counting, says the Ramban, I don't list any of these mitzvahs as mitzvahs. There is no mitzvah in the Ramban's listing of 613. There is no mitzvah of Tumas Meis. There is no mitzvah of Tzeras. There is no mitzvah of Tumas Sheretz. Why? We're called Tzad, like the Rambam himself said, because it's not telling you to do anything. It's not telling you to do anything. Uh, again, it's not telling you to do something. It's not warning you against doing anything. It's just a halacha. It's just a concept. It's just a, a truth. That's not a mitzvah. It's not a mitzvah. There's no, there's, no, there's no command to count exactly what's happening over here. As says the Ramban, now, says the Ramban, so what are Tumas about? He says, well, kivan shemananu yisparchum v'yis mikdash v'tumah so says the Ramban, the reason why the Torah talks about Tumah is very simple. Because since we do have other mitzvahs which are clearly mitzvahs, there's a prohibition. Don't go into the base of Mikdash when you're Tumah. Don't eat Kachim when you're Tumah. So v'tziva son, or for that matter, the Torah gives us mitzvahs, lechel dvar tahara, eat karbonus when you're tahar. So, for, for, so to understand those mitzvahs, we have to know what Tumah means, and what tahara means, and what makes you Tumah, what makes you tahar. So you need the Torah to talk about these sugyas, but not because they themselves are mitzvahs. It's a sugi, it's an idea. It's, a, it's just, it is. Why, the, the reason why it's relevant to know whether you're Tame or Tar and how to become Tame and how to become Tar is because there's other mitzvahs which are built on, on, on those sugis. But the sugis themselves, they're not mitzvahs, they're just uh, Tara. It's just, it's just uh, they're true, but it's not, it's not called a mitzvah. Beer of Omer, so because there's a mitzvah again of not going to the base of Migdash, Betoma, or other things. So the Rebbe Shalom explains, Okay, so now let me explain to you what makes you tummy, what makes you not tummy. For what purpose? To be able to clarify the mitzvahs of not going to the base of Migdash, but and so on. But when the Torah talks about the actual Toma and the halachas and the, the, the intricate details and the halachas of that Toma, there's no, there's no mitzvahs in that. Not the general concept of Toma and not the particular types of Toma. These are not mitzvahs. Okay, so it's Machlokes Rambam and Ramban. Okay, so again, the, the Rambam is definitely interesting. That uh, I, I think probably our our initial reaction would be more like the Ramban that a mitzvah means a command. It, it's telling you to do something l'chayra or not do something. Okay, but the Rambam is a chiddush that even things that are just conceptual ideas or truth, Torah, sugyas, whatever, that's also a mitzvah. Okay, fine. That's Machlokes Rambam and Ramban. Fine. Yeah, there's a, there's a yeah, there's a mitzvah of not going to the base of Megdush. There's a mitzvah of uh, of eating kach and Torah. Those are those are mitzvahs for sure. No, there's no mitzvah necessarily to become tar. No, there's no mitzvah to become tar necessarily. I mean, you might have to to bring karbonas, whatever. There's no. So it's like this. Take a look at Marmok number three. The Rambam again, just uh, just to just to bring up the point. The Rambam in mitzvah say kuf aleph. 101. So the Rambam again, Kedarka, based on his philosophy, does count this mitzvah of a mitzorah, for example, and he says it the way uh, the way it makes sense to him. Shetzivon Elias Adam Mitzorah Tomei. That one of the mitzvahs is that a mitzorah is Tomei. That's that's the mitzvah. U mitzvah zukalel is called in itzeras Adam. This mitzvah includes all the details of tzeras. Mashmen men Tomei, mashmen atar. What tzeras is Tomei? What tzeras isn't Tomei? Mashmen tzricha hesker, like built hesker. What tzeras needs like uh, quarantine time. You know, to figure it out more, what doesn't, you know, all the halachas of Tomas Saras, but there's a mitzvah called Tomas Saras. Okay, like I said, Rambam, Ramban, so far so good. What makes, what, 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 what makes it more complicated is the following thing, the chinuch, okay? The chinuch, uh, it's interesting. Uh, throughout the Sefer HaChinuch, the chinuch, the derech kalal, almost always uh, goes with the Rambam, and he'll openly say, he'll openly say that even though in this particular case, I personally feel, feel more like the Ramban, but for the purpose of this Sefer, I'm going with the Ramban. Like, he'll say that. And, he, and he, by the way, this is one of the examples. In the mitzvah of Tzeras, as we'll see in a second, the Chinuch quotes the mitzvah of Tzeras, Tzeras, like the Ramban, and at the very end, he says, and by the way, just bear in mind, all of these mitzvahs that I just listed of Tuma, the Ramban disagrees with all of it, because it's not, you know, uh, like the Ramban's reasoning. And says the Chinuch, and personally, I, I hear that very well. But again, in this Sefer, I'm going with the Rambam. Okay, so that's the, the Chinuch. And again, the Chinuch counts 
Tumas Meis is a mitzvah. Tumas, uh, you know, Sheretz is a mitzvah. Again, just like the Rambam. What's interesting, though, is that when it comes to Tzeras, the Chinuch makes it a little bit more active than just the Tum of Tzeras, like the Rambam does. Take a look at the Chinuch. Marmok number four. Mitzvah Kuf Samach and then Parsha Sezriya. Latami Adam Mitzayr. So far, it's like the Rambam, that there's a mitzvah that a mitzvah is tamay. But there's such an idea as, a, as Tumas Saras. Kalaymer, says the Chinuch. And what do I mean by that? What's the relevancy of this mitzvah, that there's such a thing as Saras? Shemitz, it's a mistake. Shemitzvah aleinu, that there's a mitzvah upon us. Shakol mi shiyah that if someone is mitzvah, someone finds Saras on their skin. Shayavir lakayin, lishal al tsarasah. That he should go to a kain and, and ask a Shiloh what's going on. But kain, what should the kain do? Yitamenu, yitarenu. Okay, so the kain should pass him. He should say tome. He should say tarbi. He should uh, take care of it. And then the person, now that whatever the kain says, which is, let's say the kain says he's tome, fine. So now he has to deal with all the halachas that come as a, as a mitzvah. You shouldn't just look at this tzaras. Okay, you know, it's a coincidence. Things happen. Skin stuff happens all the time. Uh, it's a mistake. You should pay attention to it. So you should know that's because of your virus and you have to take it, uh, take it seriously. So this chinuch is a pal. Again, so the chinuch with all these mitzvahs is going with the way of the Rambam. And the Rambam made himself pretty clear, that the, the idea of these mitzvahs is not necessarily telling you anything to do. It, it's just the reality, the sugya, the concept, the truth of Tomas Meis, the truth of Tomas Saras. Okay, so that's, and, and that's exactly how the Chinuch put it when it came to Sheretz, when it came to Tomas Meis, when it came to uh, Tomas uh, Kerry. But you're Tomei. What happens now that I'm Tomei? Okay, I in other mitzvahs. That you can't go to Bismigdash, whatever. There's other mitzvahs for that. All of a sudden, when it comes to the Tumah of Tzeraz, the Chinuch is not satisfied with just saying, there's such a thing as Mitzvah. The Chinuch says that part of the Mitzvah is that when you see something on your skin, you've got to go ask the Shaila. Now, I understand that there is a Pasuk that seems to say like that. The Pasuk we started with says that if a person sees something on their skin, vuvala kain. You have to go to a kain. But the question is, the question is, if that's, and, and if that's, that doesn't seem to be... That's, that seems to be like sort of an independent idea. Lamashal, remember what I said in the beginning, is that before the Kayin says Tameh, he's not Tameh. So there is no, I mean, you know, it, it could look whatever it looks like. It could be textbook. Lamais, it's not Saraz, right? He's not, he's not Tameh. So th- th- there, the, the idea of there being Tumas Saraz in the world does not necessarily require him to go ask a Shaila. <laughs> it is, you know, it's irrelevant. The fact, so the Chinuch is coming with the Chiddush. The Chiddush of the Chinuch is, the Pasuk says, it means there's a mitzvah that when you see something on your skin that might be Tzeras, if the Kayin decides so, go ask Kishayim. Now that, that's something that's, that even the Ramban could agree with. Let's say the Ramban, let, let's put it this way, the Ramban disagrees with the Ramban, right? And the Ramban said, nah, all these things are all, uh, it's theoretic. A mitzvah means telling me to do something. So you tell me there's a mitzvah that's called Tomas Mesa. You want to tell me that there's a mitzvah that you can't go into Beis Amigdash if you're Tommy Mace. I get it. So I have to know what Tommy Mace means. But there's a mitzvah called Thomas Mace that doesn't tell me to do anything. Well, one second. And the, and, and, and the Ramban uh, and says the Chinuch. The Chinuch says. And because of this, the Ramban doesn't count any of these mitzvahs, including Tumas Saras. What do you mean? In Tumas Saras, there seems to be a new mitzvah going on over here. That besides just the idea of Tumas one second. Besides just the idea of Tumas Saras, there's also this mitzvah of Huva Lakain. That if you see something on your skin that might be tzeras, you have to go ask. You have to go to a kain to, for for him to paskin tar. Let's say you want to keep it like that. Let's say you want to keep it like this. I'll go take. I'll go the rest of my life just uh, having this thing on my skin. Doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother anyone. It's a chiddush from the pasuk. You have to go to a kain. That this this seems to be a new mitzvah. Take a look at Maramukha number five. The the the, the Mishnah Melach in his notes on the Sefer Chinuch makes the following point. In Pirush say Zek Divri if the mitzvah of tzeras includes not just the concept of Tomas tzeras, but includes this particular idea that if a person sees something that looks like or that can be, you know, that, that could be turned into tzeras by the words of the kayan, that there's a mitzvah on him to go to a kayan, then and even the Ramban would agree that this is something that's, being, that, that this mitzvah is mechaiv you to do something. It's telling you to do something that you wouldn't otherwise have done. 
Shari Asei Gomru. This is a new Asei. Sheyelech HaMetzar Alakayin. That the Metzar should go to a Kayin and to deal with the skin that's with the, with the thing on his skin. Mashenkin Beshar Dini Tumah. That's not something that you find with the other halachas. There's no, there's no, the, 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 we don't find this with the other, with the other tumas. So, so, so in other words, it says the Mishnah Malach, if the chinuch was right, that included in this mitzvah of Tzaras is this sort of relatively new idea, which is that there's an actual obligation on a person that wakes up with that, with a discoloration on the skin, to go ask a kayan, to go bring it to a kayan, then the Ramban would never have disagreed with the Rambam regarding this mitzvah. The whole disagreement of the Ramban against the Rambam was that just you're, you're counting sugyas as mitzvahs. That's not a If you tell me to do something, then that's a mitzvah. So you know what the Chinuch should say to the Ramban? You're right. In this case, there is something to do. What's there to do? To do is to go to a kain. And without, and, 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 the, and the fact, and this makes, makes, makes the irony of it, Later on in this mitzvah of, of Tzaras, the Ramban, the, the makes a point, and he says that you should just be aware, remember that the Ramban disagrees with all of these mitzvahs as being counted. And I personally go with the Ramban, but you know, for the purpose of this, if I'm going with the Ramban, what are you talking about? That says the Chinuch that even though the, at the end of this mitzvah of Tzaras says the Chinuch that the Ramban, bear in mind, disagrees with the Ramban in listing all of these mitzvahs, but for the purposes of this Sefer Chinuch, I'm going with the Ramban. What are you talking about? You just created a new mitzvah in Saras that even the Ramban should agree with. You create a new thing. You have to go ask the Shaila. It's not, so, so what's going on over here? How could the how could the Ramban, how could the Chinuch, again, the, 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 when it, the approach of all these mitzvahs, including Saras, the Chinuch is viewing it the same as the Ramban, which is it's just the, the tum of Tzaraz is what we're counting. The tum of Tumas Mes is what we're counting. The tum of Sheriz is what we're counting. The tum of Shechazer is what we're counting. That's what we're counting. Ramifications? Ramifications? Okay, there's other, other ramifications. <clears throat> and because of that, the Ramban doesn't count any of them. It's fine. That's the Machlaikas. But all of a sudden, when it comes to Tzaraz, the Chinuch seems to be folding into this mitzvah, which is just until now a theoretical, just abstract idea of truth called Tumas Tzaraz, with ramifications in other mitzvahs, the Chinuch is telling us, no, 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 that in the midst of Tumat Saras, there is an application, which is that even before you become Tameh, you have to go ask a Shiloh, you have to go to the Kayin. That's a new idea, that's a new idea. So, this, so the, the Pella is, the Pella is that how could it be that the Chinuch, at the same time, can introduce this new side of the midst of Tumat Saras, which is, and at the same time, act as if he's just uh, going with the sheet of the Rambam, that we're just counting Tumas. We're not counting anything active at all. What do you mean? You, you are telling me something to do that's active. That has nothing to do with the very fact that you're the, that, that's more than just the Tum itself. Is this clear? Chavon saying? Okay. What is the Rambam and Rambam hold Mitzvah Tzitzis? Mitzvah Tzitzis? Tzitzis, right. It's not a few. No, if you want, if you wear, no, if you wear four corners, you have to put on tzitzis. Right, that's, so a how, how that's a chiv. That's a chiv. That's a chiv. You have it to put on, when you put on four when corners. You, so, but, here, but it's also totally on a, on a, on a, on a situation that I don't have to do. That's true. We're not disagreeing. We're not saying that. No, because we're not saying. The Ramban doesn't, isn't saying that every mitzvah has to be something that you have to get out of bed to do. What he's saying is, but the, under the right circumstances, you have to be compelled to do something. The right circumstance is when you put on four corners, you have to put on tzitzis. The right circumstance is when it, can, when it becomes nighttime at Pesach, you have to eat matzah. But the Ramban and the Ramban take the two sides. No, that's not, because that's, that's not the Machlech. Only, Only by Tumah. Because again, by Tumah, the, Ram, the Rambam seems to be bimchadish, that we're not counting anything active. We're just counting the, the, the concept of, of, of Tumah. And, and to that, the Ramban is saying, the, the concepts are not mitzvahs. Concepts are not mitzvahs. But again, the problem is, the Chinuch, the whole time, is saying, Rambam, Rambam, Rambam. But yet, when it comes to the Tzaras, he seems to be introducing us to, to, to something which is not just a concept. He's introducing us to an actual bona fide chiv, which is to go to a kayin before your tummy. You're for sure not tummy. The guy, the guy has things on his skin, and he looks up the textbook of Tzaras, and it's exactly the same thing. He was the picture that they took, you know, it was his thing that they took to make the textbook. He's not, he's not a Mitzayr yet until the client says Tomei. So he, so if you, it, it, without the Chinuch, 
is there actually anything compelling that, you, let's say, you know the Rambam already. There's such a mitzvah, there's something that's called Tomas Saras. Very, very nice. There's such a thing that's called Tomas Saras. Lamaisa. This guy wakes up in the morning, he has a thing on his skin. Is there anything obligating him to go to a kayan if it wasn't for the chinuch? Just Rambam. The answer is no. There's a concept called, there's a concept called Saras. Fine, if I find myself, if I decide to go to a client and the client says, Tommy, then now I'm uh, compelled to, 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 to fulfill the obligations of, of, of Mitzar, isn't it? But the, the concept of Tomo, what does that have anything to do with obligating me to go ask a client to verify that it's Tommy or not, whatever? It doesn't do anything. So, 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 and the fact that the Chinuch says, no, 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 if client says you have to do that, it means this is beyond Rambam. So if it's, if it's beyond the, the limited, you know, uh, definition of this mitzvah, according to the Rambam, then this is not a, then, then, then what's the Chinuch talking about that, oh yeah, the Ramban would disagree with all of this. This is a completely new idea. V'huva l'kain. It's a completely new idea. So this is the problem. You could say this, just, if this happens, if this happens, yeah. this is the Pashas, without the Chinuch. Without the Chinuch, what's the halacha? The halacha is you don't have to go to a kain. If you decide... Because it's bothering you, uh, uh, you know, cosmetically, and you know that if you go through the process of uh, of Thomas Saras, it's going to go away. So fine. So gzonteit. You want to go to kain gzonteit, but there's nothing compelling you to do so. You're definitely not tummy right now. You could go into the base of Migdash right now. There's no tuma. So what's compelling you to go to a kain? Nothing. Yeah. Comes the chinuch and says, no, no. It says v'huva l'kain. Okay, v'huva l'kain. That's a new. That's that's that's, 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 that's its own mitzvah. That's not part of this Rambam Shita of there being a concept of Tumas Saras. You definitely do not have Tumas Saras yet. He's saying, if, that's his point. If this would be true, then the, the, then the Ramban would, would agree with it. It has nothing, to, it's, it's, it's irrelevant to the Machlaikas. It's a, it's a, evidently not, but that's not the, the point. Is is that it's an irrelevant? There's no mitzvah to go to a kain. Yes, there is. There isn't. It has nothing to do with the it, 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 it's, it's taking it beyond. We have no indication. We have no indication. The Rambam, the Rambam would hold. Yeah. Does it kind of mean that it's actually a mitzvah Yeah. By, by Thomas May, so there's, there's, there's a there's the Rambam. There's a reality of Thomas May. You don't have to do anything over there. That's a lot. Okay, you, 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 you get in there. You get in there. Okay, good. So you stop. Finish. No, that's okay. Here. So here's the Nakuda. Let's let's Again, the very philosophy of the Rambam, running all these mitzvahs, was it's not telling you to do something, not telling you not to do something, it's just the mitzvah. So the Ramban's point was, well, it's not a mitzvah, mitzvah is a command, it's telling you to do something. Clearly, the, okay, that, the, the, listen, there's only so much you can say. The, the Rambam obviously disagrees with that. But let's, but let's give a little bit, a little bit more of a, of a clear definition of what these mitzvahs are. So what exactly is the mitzvah then? How does one fulfill the mitzvah? Let's put it this way. Like, like, you know, we'll put it, we'll put it like this. You know, the Rizal said that in order to be Mashal and Yerna you have to, you have to be Mekayim all 613. So how are you Mekayim the mitzvah of Tomas Meis? What, like, what does it mean to be Mekayim that mitzvah? Well, the, the Ramban's point is, there is no way to be Mekayim that mitzvah. That's why it's not a mitzvah. So what would the Ramban say back? I mean, how, what does it mean to be Mekayim that mitzvah? So I would suggest the following thing. I think this is what I was touching on. Is that it's true. The Rambam says... Thomas Meis, that mitzvah Thomas Meis does not mean to go become Tameh. And it doesn't mean to not become Tameh. But the way to fulfill that mitzvah is by acknowledging Thomas Meis. You have to acknowledge it. What do I mean? So let's say a person is Tameh Meis, and they just walk into Beis HaMikdash. What did they violate? So they certainly violated the prohibition of going to Beis HaMikdash Thomas Meis. You know what they also violated? They violated the mitzvah Thomas Meis. You know why? Because they were completely ignored the fact that they're Tameh Meis. If a person has Thomas, Thomas Mace on him, which should result in certain regulations, and you completely disregard those regulations, then you know what you're saying. You're saying, for all practical purposes, I'm not Thomas Mace. That's violating the mitzvah of Thomas Mace. Whereas the mitzvah of Thomas that the Rambam is mechadish does, is not just concepts and learning. The mitzvah is to acknowledge these things that, they, that there's such a thing as Thomas Mace. Acknowledge it. What does it mean to acknowledge it? 
It means that if you happen to become Tomei, I'm not saying you have to, but if you happen to become Tomei, and there are limitations and halachas that come because of that, if you don't pay attention to that, not only do you violate those halachas, but you violate the very mitzvah of Thomas Meis, because you're completely, you're disregarding Thomas Meis. So the mitzvah, the mitzvah let's, 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 to define it for ourselves better, the mitzvah is not just like the, the learning or the sugi of the truth. The mitzvah is acknowledge this reality that's called Thomas Meis. Acknowledge this reality that's called Thomas Sheretz. How do I acknowledge it? Well, not necessarily by becoming Tomei, or not by not becoming Tomei, but it's by if you become Tomei, follow the procedures properly that other mitzvahs dictate for you. But if you don't follow those procedures properly, then guess what? You violated those things, but you also, in effect, closed your eyes to the reality of Tomei Sheretz on you. And that's called violating that mitzvah. Yeah. So it's true, so let's just I didn't get the point across. So it's true that these mitzvahs of Tomas Meitz, Tomas Sheretz, there's the, there is a kiyam, and there is a violation of these mitzvahs. But the kiyam and the violation of these mitzvahs is not necessarily anything new per se when it comes to Tomas Meitz or other things. It's by keeping the halachas and the limitations that other mitzvahs will define for you in terms of what happens to a person that is Tomei. But if you don't follow those rules, then you didn't just violate those mitzvahs, you violated the mitzvah of Tomas Meis because you're basically living and turning a blind eye and saying like, as far as I'm concerned, there's no such thing as Tomas Meis. Aleph. Base. Another point. The entire time I've been saying, and this is the Pashtas, the guy wakes up in the morning. Okay, so far so good. That was the side number one. That the concept of the Rambam is that these mitzvahs are acknowledge it, pay attention to it. Recognize that it's that that it exists. Again, by Tumas Meis, to do that, you don't have to do anything different than follow the other halachas that come with a person that's Tamei Meis with their other mitzvahs. But but by following those mitzvahs, you therefore acknowledge Tumas Meis. And if you don't follow those mitzvahs, you're not acknowledging Tumas Meis, and that's a kiyum or or a a violation of the mitzvah Tumas Meis. Oh, the entire time I've been making, I've been saying the following thing: you have a textbook picture of Tsaras on your hand. Until the coin says Tameh, you're not Tameh. That's true. That's the Gemara, that's Halacha. But here's the idea. And, we'll, and, I'll, and I'll show you this. In Pneumus Atari, this is 100% true. It's not so simple with Tsaras. Tsaras is a unique type of Tameh. The Pasuk, where it talks about this Indian, it, it, it's, a, it's a very strange, it's a very strange way the Torah talks about it. Because the Torah doesn't just say, what, what the Torah should say is like this. Guy wakes up in the morning, and he sees certain signs on his skin. That's what it should say. It should say, um, again, uh, right? that if a person sees on, on his skin, something, a whiteness to, you know, hairs that turned white, some of the simone. So you go to a kain, and the kain will see that he's tame, and it'll make him tame. And the kain will identify that this is Esa Pachas Ibaris. The Torah is a funny thing. The, the way it speaks to that is funny. It says, a guy wakes up in the morning and he sees there's Tsaras on his hand. So he goes to the kain and the kain makes it Tsaras. The, the, the kain didn't make it Tsaras yet. It's not Tsaras. What it should say is, a guy wakes up in the morning and he sees something that maybe could be Tsaras if the kain decides so. And he goes to the kain. The kain says so. Oh, it's Tsaras. What you see from the, the language of the Torah, and we'll see in a second, this is 100% the way it works, is that Saras is unique. Before the Kayan says it's Saras, it's Saras it's in potential. It's just not the pile yet. See, when it comes to other Tomas, it's either it's, it's black and white. Are you Tomei or are you not Tomei? If you're Tomei, then you're Matame things. If you're, if you're Tomei, then you can't go based on English. There's regulations on you. If you're not Tomei, then, then you're not Tomei. Then you're a regular guy. Saras is not like that. Even before the Kayan proclaims him Tomei, the proclamation, let's put it this way. What we tend to think of the following thing. The guy has something on his arm. It's Mamash nothing yet. There's no Saras. He goes to the Kayan. If the Kayan says Tomei, now it's Saras. If the Kayan says Tar, then what did the Kayan just do? Nothing. That's not true. When the, when the guy wakes up in the morning, he has something that's Shiloh-worthy. If it's Shiloh-worthy, again, the guy's in the Shagaz, he has a little pimple, that's not a Shiloh. If it's a if legitimate Shiloh-worthy, that means there's 
a bechin of tzeras, there's a seeb of tzeras, there's the koyach of tzeras on him. But that tumma that's called tzeras, which is a bonafide tumma that, that he has, is not bepoil yet. It's not, it hasn't surfaced yet. It hasn't fully ripened is the wrong word, because of my tumma, but the opposite of ripened. It hasn't fully manifested itself tangibly. As far as Torah is concerned, it hasn't manifested itself tangibly. When the Kayin comes and proclaims a Tomei, what the Kayin is doing is that he's moving the Tumma from potential into reality. And when the Kayin says Tahar, he's being Metahir, the Metzairah, from even the potential Tzaraz. Because we tend to think is that there's a certain process of Tahara that the Metzairah has to go through only after the Kayin proclaims him Tomei. Because if the Kayin proclaims him Tahar, then he never was Tomei. The answer is no, no, no. Either way, once there's a Shiloh-worthy Tzaraz in the guy's hand, he has to go through a tar process. Either the process of being matar, this potential toma, this, this koyach of toma, or, and that's when the kain says tahar, that is a tahar itself, or when the kain says tome, it means the kain is moving it from potential to bepoil, to reality, and then the process of tahar is even more arduous and more complicated, and that's parshas mitzayra, karbanis but the idea is when the Torah says that when he wakes up and he sees Saras on his hand, that's true. It's just not Saras Bepoil, it's Saras Bekoyach. Therefore, let's go back. The Rambam again said that the mitzvahs of Tumah are what? Acknowledge its existence. So I understand. When the Tumah of Saras, now we have a Chiddush over here, because Saras is in two stages. There's the Bepoil of Saras, and then there's the Bekoyach of Saras. The, and, bo, and whenever you're dealing with the Tum of Tzaras, says the Rambam, the mitzvah is acknowledge it. Don't just ignore it. If you ignore it, then it means that you're pretending it's not there. That's violating that mitzvah. So when it comes to the version of Tzaras that's Bepoil, I know what it means to acknowledge it. What does it mean to acknowledge it? It means follow the other halachas of Tzaras. Don't go into the Machnishchin. Don't go into Beis HaMikdash. Don't eat Kodshin. Uh, stay uh, in isolation. Those are other halachas of Mitzayra, and if you violate those other halachas, it means basically you're ignoring the Tzaraz. But what if you only have the Kayach of Tzaraz, which is also a Tumah, but it's just not Pepoil yet. So you don't have all those limitations. How do you then fulfill the mitzvah of acknowledging that Tzaraz? Says the Chinuch, go to a Kayin, ask a Shaila. That's not a, a, another mitzvah that's coming from the other way of like, we have this idea of the Rambam, just concepts. Right? And the Ramban says that, concepts are mitzvahs. Comes the Chilch and says, yeah, but Tzraz, you got something altogether different, which is go to a kain. No, no, no. That's, that's the way you, how you acknowledge the reality of Tzraz that you have right now. Because even before you ask a Shailu, you have Tzraz. You have Tzraz. It's just not Bepoyal. And because you have Tzraz, but it's not Bepoyal, even that, that, that Tzraz Bekoyach also needs to be acknowledged. So how do you acknowledge that? How do you, how do you, how do you, how do you, uh, how do you establish to yourself that, 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 there, that, you have, that there's saras in your life? The only thing you can do is go to a kayin. That's the only thing that you can do. There's no other limitation on your life because of this potential saras. The only thing that the Torah, that there's even what to do is to go to a kayin. Therefore, there's no mitzvah. It's not like it's one of the mitzvahs of like, it says of huvah l'kayin. That, because that's the only thing that theoretically there is to do about a potential saras, then that is what you have to do to acknowledge the saras. So when the Rambam says that there's a mitzvah that's called Tum of Tzaras, and again, as we said, it's not just a sugi and Torah, it means there's a mitzvah to acknowledge this mitzvah that's called Tum of Tzaras, well, you have to acknowledge both the Bepoyal version of Tzaras and the Bekayach version of Tzaras. So whatever you can do, so in the Bepoyal version of Tzaras, like I said, there's many ways where you could acknowledge it. By keeping other halachas and other mitzvahs, that's acknowledging that you have Tzaras Bepoyal. But what can you do possibly to acknowledge the fact in Torah that you have potential tzaras? The answer is, the only thing that is relevant for you to do right now is to go to a kain and ask a shayla, is it tamay or is it tar? In other words, is it, it kain, do something, be matarami or make it bepoil and I'll have to deal with the consequences of that. There's no, again, it's not the pshat that there's a mitzvah to go to a kain. Pshat is, again, it's the same mitzvah of the Rambam, acknowledge tzaras. But there's only one thing I can do to do that, which is the Karukai. So this is what the Chinuch is saying. The Chinuch is saying that this is the this is Rambam Dik. This is, I'm not introducing a new idea of Huvalakain. What I'm saying is the same old mitzvah, which is acknowledge Tsaras. But again, in order to do that, there, there's a Khidish that comes out of this, which is 
that it's already tzaras. It's already tzaras. And by acknowledging it as tzaras already, that Tumas tzaras already exists B'Koyach, that's already something. Take a look at Maramukim number six, okay? This is uh, Hagoyis Ramaz. It's uh, one, of the, one of the early Mekubalim uh, on his Hagoyis, on the Zarkavish in Parsha Sezria. It's one of the Talmidim of Rav Vital. Listen to the words. Again, to explain all of this in a larger context, we'll see with Archa what it means in a moment. Havain Inyan Gadol. Understand this following idea. It's a big Inyan. She'ain Thomas Saras Gechol Shar Thomas. There's something unique to Saras we don't find with anything else. Shazu ain't Thomas Anoidas Veloi Metam Achieva Kainkenoidam. That, the, the, again, it might not be so obvious to pick up on it from just this line, but you have to sort of trust me a little bit from the larger context. But the, what he's saying is that there's something unique to Tsaras is that the Tum is unknown. It's not the Bishad, it doesn't exist. It's just unknown. It's not the Poil yet, so to speak, until the Kayan comes, Vimkain. Because Tsaras in that early version is stuck in its potential state, so ain't Kayalichitzainim, Lenik, Oliachisham. So that means that you sort of, it's not a poil yet. Because it's not active, it's not actualized yet. So the chitzayin and the klipas can't take hold of it. So the guy can walk into Beis HaMikdash and nothing's going to happen. Because whatever the tumah that he has of tzeras, it's b'kayach. It's, so the klipas don't have an achiza in that place of potential. Ad yovikayin. When he goes to a kayin, and the v'oz kfar yesh kayach l'tchoysam. Now the kayin, if, if it works, you know, if the guy is zaycha, then the kayin can say tahar and eradicate the problem before it ever really materialized in a way that the klipas had an achiza. We know that it's not a mikra, it's not a coincidence. It's all uh, uh, the Rabbani Shalom sending this person a message to do tshuva. And if he does tshuva properly, in other words, the fact that he even has a shell, again, there's something to tshuva on. There's a, there is a, there's a, there's something over here. There's tzeras. But if he does tshuva quickly, the kariyas he calls the kain. So the kain could come and take care of this whole thing quickly. But if the kain is him, didn't do tshuva, then then Now the tuma that was already there is now the poil that the klipas could have an achiz on, and now already he has to deal with the ramifications of that. Now he's not just taking care of a tuma that's theoretical. Now he's dealing with the klipas being yainik, and it becomes much more of an arduous task. But this is the chiddush over here. Okay, so I hope, I hope, I hope this idea was clear. The, the, what we see from over here is, again, a chiddush nifl when it comes to tzaras, that it's not so black and white, tome not tome. It, the way tzaras works is that it goes in stages. The first level of tzaras is tzaras b'kayach, potential, potential, potential. And only, you know, when the kayin says, and, and when the kayin says tome, that means it's moving from potential to reality. And now that it moved from potential to reality, Okay, so now you got to go through the Tahara process. But either way, the Kayin is doing something. Either he's moving it from potential to reality by saying Tomei, or he's being Matar, the potential, by saying Tar. But there's an, there's an action that's going on over there. Okay. Sapis, why would Saras be like this? Why would the Rabbanu make Saras in such a way that, it, that there's a Kayach, the Poyal, this dynamic? Not by any other Tumah do we have such a thing. Like, the, like, he, like he said over here, She'ain Tumah Saras K'chol Shara Tumas. So why is that? Okay, so, <clears throat> so in the Kisra we have the following idea. I'll just share with you the words, okay, and then we'll see how the Tzemach Tzedek in Sefer Derech Mitzisecha teaches it Everyone knows that the Gemara says, for example, that uh, Tzaras comes because of Lashon Har, right? <clears throat> but let's understand that you know people speak Lashon Har, we don't get Tzaras. It's already a, a Madrega to get Tzaras. So what's the what, so what exactly is the madrig of a person that speaks lashonara but he's like to get saras? It's like he's a tzaddik and other things. So it's like this: in the kisseri, we're taught the following idea: is that there's two levels. We uh, spoke about this before Pesach. There's two levels of meichin, of spiritual consciousness that a person can have. There's what's called meichin the ima, and meichin the abba. Said that reason. The side of Tsaras is a person that has a lot of Meichen Ima, but a very, very insufficient amount. And a, uh, what's the word in medicine? You have a, a lack of a vitamin a deficiency, right? You have very strong deficiency in Meichen Da'aba. Very strong deficiency, but a very strong Meichen Ima. Now, any Meichen is Gewaldic. So that means a guy has a Meichen Ima, he's a big tzaddik. We identify him as a big tzaddik. 
But if you have a lot of Meichen Deima and you don't have a proper balance of Meichen Daaba, that's Saras. The result of that is Saras. Adkan, that's the Rizal says. That's the Rizal says. What is this? So, what does that mean in Avoida? So, take a look at Derech Mitzvah Marmukah number seven. So, Tzimach Tzedek, in the Sefer Derech Mitzvah in the midst of Tumas Saras, says the following thing. I'll explain outside a little bit first. Tzimach Tzedek defines for us. What does it look like? What's the, what is the what is the avodas Hashem of a person mitzad moichadima versus moichadaba? So Semach Tzedek teaches like this. He says we have a pasuk in, in Navi. I mentioned this many times. Avodas Hashem is divided into two parts: ratzay v'shayich. Ratzay v'shayich is ratzay v'shayich. Ratzay means to run towards Hashem. Shayich means to return from Hashem. Ratzay moichadima. Without, I'm not going to explain why is it called Ima, why is it called Abba, that's not the point. But Meichen de Ima means a very, very strong chuka and desire to come close to Hashem. It's a heavy dosage of Ratzah. You need that. You, you need to want to become a tzaddik, to be a tzaddik, yeah? But then there's such a thing as Meichen de Abba. Meichen de Abba means, and Lamaisa, what are you going to do? with all that chukah, with all that desire. And if you think about it, these are very, very different things because in the moichin de'ima mindset, the person's on fire with elikos, and the last thing on his mind is actually, like, I'll give you a perfect, here, here's the example. Guy's davening, davening, yeah? Not shmanesri, it's different, let's pesuk de'zimra, he's on fire, pesuk de'zimra. He's mamish like, he's always struggling, and finally, finally, it's pesuk de'zimra that he's on fire with. And what happens? What, and what is he thinking? But if he's on fire, what is he thinking about? Shalom, I want to get to you, you God. I want to get out of this crazy ganem, this crazy prison that's called Oilam of Asiya. And at that moment, uh, Meshulach comes to go uh, collect a few dollars. So what? What's his reaction? Meichin Deima says, "That's the last thing I want to deal with right now. I'm trying to go to Elokus." What is? But Meichin Abba comes and says. Yeah, but what does the Rabbana Shalom want of you? What, if you were to find God, what would he then tell you to do? To go back down to planet Earth and to give tzedakah. So in other words, you have this thirst to come to Hashem, and then how do you quench that thirst? To quench that thirst means to do mitzvahs maizias. To take that, that idea, that potential, that desire, that wanting, and to actually bring it papayal, and to do something about it. That's a healthy balance of Meichen De'ima with Meichen De'amba. You have the unbelievable chuka, and then that chuka for Ruchnius is then translated and packaged and actualized by the actual mitzvah that you're about to do. That's called ima, that's called Abba. But what happens when a person has a tremendous amount of Meichen De'ima without a deficiency in Meichen De'amba? Then this person is on fire with Ruchnius and always wanting, 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 but never acknowledges, it never becomes bepoyal, it never actualizes, there's no kalim, he never, he never quenches that thirst. It's always a search for the Rabbani Shalom when the Rabbani Shalom is saying, okay, you, you found me, do mitzvahs. And when you do mitzvahs, you'll, you'll, you'll have a tfisa on me. The person's always in search mode and never, and never able to, to concretize, so to speak, what he's looking for. That's an over... An over, uh, you know, uh, uh, an overpowering meichad without without any meichad and the result of that is a person that ultimately becomes negative, and becomes um, tired, and becomes just worn out, because there's only so much yearning that a person can have, and then everything becomes frustrating because whatever you're looking for is definitely not in front of you, so there's always this frustration which results in negativity, results in lashon hara, saras. So the whole inning of Tziraz, as we'll see in a second, is, is as a result of a person separating, not having, having this desire for something, but never actualizing it. So the whole inning of Tziraz is a divide between potential concept, concept, desire, want, a theory, but not Lamaisa. That's the whole inning of Tziraz. So the halach of Tziraz reflects that, that the Tumat Tziraz is unique, that the Tumat Tziraz also starts off as a theory, and then it becomes Lamaisa. Not so with anything else, because that itself is the Tomah Tzeras. The Tomah Tzeras is that your whole life was a theory of Rabbi Nishloi Lam, but pile nothing. Take a look at how the Derech Mitzitzecha writes. 
When Meichin the Abba is not strong and not revealed in a person's in Midas, in a person's life, what does Meichin the Abba mean? Meichin the Abba means to return from heaven. It means the, I, the thing that you've been longing for, do something about it. Rather, the person only has Meichin the Then all they're doing is running. They're just dreaming about it the whole time. Means a person is always pulling himself away from the kalem of thought, word, and action of good things. The guy's mom is dying of of of, of tzimayin for elukus, which is a gavaldic thing. That's an amazing thing. Alavayishal should be like that, but he's always like that, and it never becomes satisfied. It never. It never, there's no, there's never a statement of ubechein and lamaisa. Uh, what are you going to do with all this tzimayin? Huh? The actualization is never there. Va'afal pishes zel tachlas hakedusha. So moichin the imus gavadig is mamish hakadosh elyon. This guy adayinu calls it dinim esarnina. The dinim come from that. Ratzalim, what do I mean? Dinim come from that. Kivin sheemach shafte v'dibur yasukim kol kol hayoyimash. It's a mistake. Since lamaisa, the guy is missing moichin the abba, which means that all the tzimayin is not. Translating into thoughts and words that are involved with bringing the Rabbanu Shalom down the pile, then what? Then then at some point the mind and words are going to be actual, uh, you know, occupied with something else, because you can't. He, as he says, because you can't be all day long on fire. So if the fire doesn't translate into anything but poil, then the fire is just going, then, then, then something has to be poil. Right? Something's going to be, the person's going to be saying something. So if, 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 it seemed, if, if, if the person's relationship to Yiddishkeit is only the, the desire and the fire towards something, but nothing but poil, then what is going to be poil in this guy's life is Dvar Mbetele. But and that's a, that's a result of an insufficiency in Meichin the Abba Umayad Sheyavsik, and as soon as the fire of that Kolais and Nefesh subsides, Yizach Then the Chitzaynim are going to take a hold of that. Not only are they going to take a hold of of the of the vacated space of just the empty words that are not being said, but the fire itself is going to result in a negativity towards the world around you because what you're looking for, you're you're never quenching your thirst, you're never satisfying yourself, and so there's this. Very, very strange dynamic. That Davk what makes the Mitzayra that is a tzaddik. He's a tzaddik, but he doesn't. But he's not. But he. But he's not papayil. He's never. He never. He never. He never makes the following shift, which is okay. That God that I'm looking for, I. I, I he. He. Not only does he want me to do Mrs. Maisius, that's where I could actually find him, and I could quench my thirst by doing Mrs. Maisius. He never appreciates the Meich and the Abba necessary to balance the Meich and the Ima. The result of this guy's life is. Kayach, Kayach, unbelievable Kayach, but nothing but pile. That's that's what Saras is. Memel, the halacha Saras follows suit. So this is again going back. This is the, this is the, the idea in halacha that again, like Saras is no different than any other mitzvah of Tum, which is for whatever reason this we're not going to explain right now. But the, the, there's a mitzvah. The Torah wants us to acknowledge the reality of Tumas, to acknowledge the reality of Tumas Meis, Tumas Keri, v'chulu v'chulu. But Saras is unique because Saras. There are two layers to tziras. There's tziras b'kayach and tziras b'poyel. And both of those types of tziras, which are tumas, have to be acknowledged. How do you acknowledge a tziras b'poyel? Very simply. Don't go into Beis Don't eat kachim. Stay in isolation. Whatever the halachas of tziras, fine. But how do you acknowledge the metzias of tziras b'kayach? Well, there's only one thing to do. Go to a kain. You go to a kain. And in fact, this is why, in the kiss of we find this, that going to a kain, even when the kain says tahar, that's a tahara. The kayach of the kayan is meichin da'aba. That's what a kayan is. Kayan is, is yichas of kalah so goes with the, the, the biggest mishpach of yichas is, is kahanim, which goes by the father. The mitzias of kahuna, the, what the, when the mitzvah comes to the kayan, something soul, in the world of souls, what's happening at that moment is that whatever the kayan says, whether the kayan says tar, whether the kayan says tomek, what's happening is, is that the kayan is introducing the nasham of the mitzvah to meichin da'aba. Because the end of a kain is, is to have, is to be at peace with the world. This is why the pasuk says, "Go to Aaron or one of his sons. Say one of his sons. Go to Kahanim. We have to designate that it's Aaron. The answer is, when it comes to other avodas, 
You want to keep, is a kain is a kain. Over here, the, the function of the kain is to infuse the mitzvah with Meichin the Abba. Not every kain can do that. The only way a kain can do that is because he's coming from Aaron kain. Because Aaron kain was the scene of Meichin the Abba. Aaron kain was Ayiv Shalom, Roydiv Shalom, Ayiv Sabris Makarvan the Torah. Aaron kain would not would not be disturbed if a guy you know uh, tapped him on the shoulder by pesuk the Zimra to give some tzedakah because his whole inyan was Meichin the Abba. That's his whole inyan. His whole inyan is the Kolos Nefesh, the fire of Yiddishkeit. It should have Kalim Mikalim Shoinim. It should have a way of being satisfied. That's the whole inyan of a kain. That's all of of a kind. So Davka, that's the that's, that's what the kind does. And specifically Aaron. Uvala Aaron a kind, Alechem Ivana Vakayanim. Yeah, you were saying something? Yeah, the kind is the one that the does is the most tangible, it's the most practical. It's the most Exactly, exactly. Mrs. Mises, that's exactly what it is. Right. So it's it's a big and yon of the Mahshava, but Lamaisa is very, very tangible, and that's exactly what the Mitsaira is. So again, because the Mitsaira lacks this yichud between the balance and the and the you know uh, the softening of Meichin de Ima by Meichin de Abba, or in other words, his whole his whole aver, his whole toma stems from the fact that his Yiddishkeit is a kayach, not papayel. That's exactly how toma manifests itself as well. That it's a toma that's bekayach, and then it it'll co- it could become papayel. But that divide between kayach and papayel, that's exactly uh, why, why you find mitzras. Because inst- because ultimately, really, what the, the Mitzvah is really frustrated with Hashem. The Mitzvah is really frustrated with Hashem. Because Hashem created this world and uh, gave us this thirst, and I can't satisfy it. But he's a big, he's a big tzaddik. So he's never going to admit that he's angry at Hashem. So what he becomes, so he, but then what? He's going to be frustrated with himself. It's also not so, uh, not so healthy. So he becomes angry at other people. And he starts blaming everyone else that you know why I can't fulfill my thirst? It's because of all of you, La Yitzlachs, and all of you, uh, Rishayim, and Oisvars, that you're holding me back. That's Loshanar. That's Loshanar. This is why it starts at the Pasuk, Adam Kiya Barbasar. So there's different Torahs about the fact that it's called Adam. But one of the ways is that Adam is like Adam Rishon. Adam Rishon was the only person in the world, right? So it's like that's sort of what the Mitzvah wishes, right? He's thinking to himself, it's everyone else that's holding me back. Really, it's you know, like I was having such a great episode of the Zimmer. This guy, you know, this guy ruined it. So I, I was Adam and Adam Rishon. I was just by myself. Even Adam said, Chava ruined it, right? So there's a certain certain coffee type in that, you know. But that's that, that's where the Lushanar comes from. It's a simon, it's a symptom of just a general negativity that sets in because of an overabundance of Meichan Di'ima. So Meichan Di'ima is necessary to be a tzaddik, but it it has to be balanced with Meichan Dab. Otherwise, it results in a, in, a, in a very pessimistic and negative, unhealthy Yiddishkeit, an unhealthy person. It just results in an unhealthy person. So yeah. it's hard to be alone. That's what the Sorum talked about. Now we'll see, like, you know, you'll, you'll see that you need other Yidin. You'll see that you need other Yidin for your Aliyah. To a certain degree, okay, this is a big story by itself. To a certain degree, the, the uh, Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David is related to this as well. Mashiach ben Yosef, again, it each tzaddik has to be balanced, but the Derech Klal, Mashiach ben Yosef, is going to be more Meichen Ima oriented, whereas Mashiach ben David is more Meichen Abba oriented. Uh, Yosef tzaddik became a tzaddik, uh, you know, in isolation. And so part of, part of what the Mitzvah has to go through is sort of this graduation. From Mashiach ben Yosef to Mashiach ben David, so the Rebbeinu makes it that he was in isolation, in a state of Tumas Saras. See, this is the point. He's not just holding by Meichadima already. By by the time Saras comes, it means his Meichadima has resulted in a very deep negativity. And when he's talking about in, in, in isolation, it means already it's papayal. It means that the, the, the klipas have already had nachiz on this guy. So it means that what started off as a beautiful Kleis HaNefesh and an unbelievable Zog Zimra has resulted in, in a very, very um, just, just worn out, tired Neshama. A tired Neshama that doesn't have any Chiyas, that doesn't have any happiness, that doesn't have any Chavrashav, that doesn't have any sense of, of accomplishment. And so now put that guy in isolation. Let's see how quickly he's going to want to get to a Fabrain, you know? Because that's exactly what this guy needs. When he's still holding in Meichen Di'im, but before the Tzaras appears, 
he'll be the first guy to go into isolation. He's chalishing for COVID again, right? But because we're holding already where Tsaras came, and by quarantine it means it's already Bepoyo. So that means that, like, like that's what he said, that the Klippas were already have an achiz, which means that that fire of Meich and Ima have now, have now, you know, have burnt down this guy's, this guy's entire ruchness. That, those fires burnt them down. And so now this guy's stuck in just a barren wasteland of just emptiness and Tzabrach. He's just Tzabrach. So that guy that goes into quarantine, he's allowed, he, that, that's how he's going to have to go through the Yisurin of realizing what happens when you have Mashiach and Yisur, without Mashiach and David, what happens when you have Meich and Dima by itself. It results in a self-destruction. Mamash self-destruction. And he's going to realize that Adarabah, the only way to grow is by connecting with other Yidin. In a healthy way, in a balanced way. But but ultimately only with connecting with other Yidin. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, that's the Isn't Shiachim Yisur more Shaykh to Mitzvah than Yisur? Isn't Mashiach ben Yisur Shaykh to more Mitzvah Maishiyas than Mashiach ben David? Well, I guess I'm saying not. But, uh, you know, <laughs> that's the thing. It's always, you know. Yeah, you can put it like that, yeah. You can put it like that. It's the nature of Sumira is to run away from things. Right. You know. Do you have a menu, by the way? Here you are. 